a medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, my can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York. It's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome, we're back, we're live, we're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. My name is Mike Crawford, I got some new glasses, but uh, I think I need another pair of glasses too, because now I can't see my phone as well. Wow, I didn't notice I'm really getting blind. Wow. You didn't notice? No, I didn't see the tape on the side, now I don't see the tape anymore. Okay. No more tape. There you go. But now I'm... Coming up in the world. Yeah, I am. Cleaned up a little bit too. I did clean up a little bit. Maybe I might, I, I don't know, I, I got an invite to do a TV show, but we were supposed to schedule a date, and I didn't follow up, I'm, I don't know. Really? I'm getting ready to do it, and then I don't want to do it, maybe, I don't know. Your life has literally gone through the dogs. I'm so busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do I really want to add something else? <laughs> we got the Young Jerks here every Saturday at 6 p.m., except last week we took a week off. My name is Mike Crawford. Brian Riccio's here. I am. We also got our friend uh, Stephen Mandilli from Veterans Alternative Healing incorporated in the studio uh he is uh also uh got a big event coming up tomorrow what's up steven hey mike thanks for having me on awesome yep and we have two candidates for office here um picking up my notes i got their names actually i don't even have to look at it but uh i i i'm actually confused on what office they're uh, running for so we're going to uh, have them uh, explain that but they're both with the green party they're running for statewide office we have jamie Guerin here did I say right? Yes, that's correct. Thank you for having me. I'm running for state treasurer. Awesome. With the Green Rainbow Party. Green Masters. Rainbow Party. And uh, we also have Jed Stamos. Jed Stamos. Stamos. Yep. Thank Hi. you. Correction. Uh, what, are you, what office are you running for? I'm running for state auditor. Excellent. So, uh, Jamie, again, what office? State treasurer. Treasurer and auditor. Okay, we get this now. So you're going to run maybe the lottery if you win, right, Jamie? Yes, that would be one of the things that I would be overseeing. So why did you decide to run for treasurer? Oh, why did I decide to run? Well, first of all, um, I think I've reached a point where I've noticed that it's very clear that we need um, independent watchdogs in these oversight positions, and that's something that we don't have, and it, I just couldn't leave that open. I had to, you know, I couldn't leave it unopposed. Um, I have a lot of ideas that I'd like to bring to the office of the state treasury, and I've just decided that now is the time. What are some of those ideas? Uh, one, I would love to uh, propose the creation of a state bank. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like awesome. <laughs> I'm very, you know, I've been following the public banking movement for a long time, and. Um, you know, I've, I've researched a lot on the North Dakota Bank, and I think this is something Massachusetts can do, and we can do it a lot better. And now it's like the perfect time to do it. Right. 
And in Maine, they're actually trying to do something up there. Diane Russell, friend of the show, uh, Maine State, State Rep Diane Russell, has long uh, been pushing for that. Even when I used to do the Two Hotheads show way back at Unregular Radio, we used to have her on uh, that show as well. And she's been pushing for a State of Maine public bank as well. Um, I think we need more choices in banking. Uh, and having a public state bank, I think, is a great, great idea. Um why 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 like people I, I think don't understand why we should have a state of mass state public bank what why should we do, look at something like that jamie well right now um we're borrowing from wall street banks paying millions in dollars of fees when we want to borrow for our infrastructure projects so we could be saving millions of dollars on our infrastructure um also our money's you know it's sitting in a wall street bank making you know they're making all this profit off of our money it's our money and we should be able to keep it in our hands and direct it to our communities according to need um, the thing that I would love um, to see in the state bank would be complete um, citizen participation and oversight um, citizens involved in the com uh, you know each community involved in the decision-making process um, just get more involvement to where our money goes and have it come back to us in our communities. Um, we also have Jed here. Jed, why, why are you Hi. running for auditor of Massachusetts? Well, I'm running because I'm just tired of corporate influence and muddied interests in Beacon Hill and politics in general. I don't feel that the Democratic or the Republican parties represent my interests or the interests of working people throughout the state, throughout the country. Uh, so specifically to the auditor position, or wondering? Okay, I, I think the auditor is a very important position. The auditor oversees all state agencies and entities and ensures that taxpayer money is spent effectively. And I don't see that happening. I see a lot of misspending and I see the auditors, uh, Suzanne Bump, she's the current incumbent auditor. I see her treating that, that treating her position as sort of a ceremonial position, uh, going to ribbon cutting ceremonies and doing selective audits, just looking at little things, a few minor things here and there, and not doing an overall audit of state agencies and basically the system. Um, I think the system has a lot of problems. I think. We need radical reforms and restructuring. And as auditor, I would reorganize the office to do exactly that. Uh, we had Dan Fishman on a couple of weeks ago, who's also running for uh, state auditor as a libertarian. Mm -hmm. He brought up a lot of the same issues that a lot of the audits haven't been done. Um, also, he, his big thing is to uh, put all the books, all the information online yep. uh, to be publicly transparent. Would you? Are you looking at the same type of pledge as uh, to be transparent, especially be have everything online posted? Yes, I would do that. Yeah, I heard Dan Fishman. I heard the entire broadcast. It was very entertaining. Um, and one thing, um, fortunately, there's a lot of, I'll say there's a lot of overlap between myself and Dan Fishman, although I do not. In what way? In what way? Yeah. Uh, well, we both believe that, <clears throat> you know, the two parties, two major parties on Beacon Hill, the Democrats and the Republicans, are not taking their positions very seriously. Um, they're not really, uh, the Democrats, for example, you know, they have control in the represent representatives in the state Senate, and the auditor position should be 
an independent person. And so he's a libertarian. He says that that's an independent party. Although one thing I noticed on his campaign website is that he was going to a lot of Republican events. So he, he was. says he, is. he says that he's independent, but he's kind of a Republican. Um, and <laughs> the Green was endorsed Ray- by a former Republican governor of Massachusetts too. Right, Bill Weld. Although to be fair, Wait, Bill too. Weld, uh, Bill Weld now considers himself to be a Libertarian, and he did run as a Libertarian for vice president. But he's controversial. Bill Weld is a controversial figure among libertarians. Uh, I actually know, I have a lot of friends who are libertarian activists um, and share a lot of the same concerns Jamie and I have over military intervention, wasting taxpayer money, uh, civil liberties, and things like that. And Bill Weld, to be honest, is, is very unpopular even among libertarians. libertarians. Yeah, True. they don't think he's libertarian enough. Yeah, he wants to be uh, the nominated, uh, it looks like, for president yeah. for the Libertarian Party, but he may not get that. He was controversial as a vice president pick. I want to ask you, uh, what are the differences between you and Fishman? Why should someone uh-huh. vote for you over, say, Dan Fishman, who's running um, against Suzanne Bump as well, right. and bringing up a lot of the same issues? Why should they vote for Jed over Fishman, okay. let's say? Yeah, uh, well, first I'd like to say I support Dan Fishman over Suzanne Bump. But I think what uh, what distinguishes myself from Dan Fishman is sort of our overall philosophy. Um, The libertarian philosophy is government's bad. So we just need to take government away, take away all the regulations, take away sort of disassemble the social safety net, and everything will be fine. But the (laughs) thing is, (laughs) um, I think... That's a very sort of pie-in-the-sky, idealistic approach. A little utopian. Uh. Yeah, I, I think to say, it's simplistic to say, oh, just take away government, everybody will be fine. Wait, so libertarians are essentially anarchists? Yeah, a lot of they them. are. When you um, call it, I yeah, mean, there, there's a split in libertarianism between libertarian splits. anarchists okay. and, right. and reformers. Sure. But okay. even among the libertarian party people, the positions they take are almost always, if it's government, it's bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Green Party has a different perspective. We recognize that there's a lot of people living on disability. There's a lot of people living on Social Security. There's a lot of people living on food stamps. And if we just took those programs away, just got rid of them, I don't know what would happen to those people. I mean, what they do? They wouldn't be able to eat. We'd have a large increase in homelessness. We'd have child hunger. We'd have all kinds of greater social problems due to increased crime. So the rainbow, green rainbow philosophy says, instead of getting rid of it, let's make government serve the people, and especially the working people, the people who really need the most help, because the system as it's set up right now is not working for the working people. I think that's very clear. It's working for corporate interest. It's working for the money interest. It's working for elites. Um, so Jamie and I, we're both regular people. We're not wealthy. Um, I've been a teacher for most of my career. Do you teach now? Well, right now I'm, I am still in education. I'm actually a test writer. I write physics and chemistry tests. They're not for students, though. They're for teachers, other teachers. Um, so that's my job. I feel that I'm well qualified to be auditor given my expertise in physics I also have done database management, 
before. So I have all the qualifications Dan Fishman has in terms of putting records online, and that's something I, I support. I think we have to, my difference with him is I think we have to, we have to think a little bit harder about how we can improve government so that government works for the people rather than working for corporate interests. And you know, my, main, my main beef with the Libertarian Party is I don't see them fighting against corporations. Right. I see them saying all the time, oh, capitalism's great. Capitalism's a great thing. Now, I'm not saying get rid of small businesses. I, I'd like to support small businesses. But capitalism doesn't always work. Um, for example, if it's a situation where there's, there has to be a monopoly, like energy, for example, where are you going to have com- competition two, between two companies as to who puts up the power lines? So you have two sets of power lines. You can't. There's some sectors of the economy where competition just isn't going to work, and we need more cooperation. And the libertarian uh, approach doesn't really, really adequately address those situations. Excellent. Uh, we're speaking to two uh, candidates who are running for state office uh, with the Green Rainbow Party of Massachusetts, uh, one for state treasurer, uh, one for state auditor. Also with Stephen Mandilli from Veterans Alternative Healing. We're going to be talking about his big event uh, coming up tomorrow night. It's going to be a fun event, a uh, social event. We're also hopefully going to be talking to uh, PBD City Councilor Joel Saslaw later about what's going on in PBD about trying to fight a recreational cannabis ban. So we'll definitely be getting into cannabis today as well. Um, <clears throat> I want to ask both candidates. Ranked choice voting has become the uh, you know uh, big issue right now. It looks like it may be on the ballot. Um, however, there's also a campaign to push it at the state house level. Uh, do you uh, support that? Where is the Green Rainbow Party on ranked choice voting and this, this kind of uh, bill and this initiative as it stands on the local level in this, you know, campaign that's going on right now? I 100% support ranked choice voting. Um, I know it's it's being passed locally all over the place, and I definitely think that it should be statewide. Many states are, are going, I know Maine just did it. Right, and they're having a pushback, though. I mean, they had to, yes. like, actually go to court to actually enforce it, so it's it's very interesting what's going on. Were you, Jed? Yeah, I I strongly support ranked choice voting as well. Um, And especially being someone from a third party, I can say it's difficult for us to gain traction. Uh, Like the libertarians, the media doesn't really like to cover us, except for the young jerks. Um, (laughs) He does love to cover third parties, which is great. But cover, you know, we're about issues and uh, bringing all as many campaigns as we can on. But it doesn't matter what, yeah. you know, even we bring the Satanists in. <laughs> we, we, we've run to everyone. We'll talk to anybody. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, just don't Especially if me. you're running for office and you're bringing up good issues. I mean, that's the big thing. And you yeah. guys have some good issues uh, that you're campaigning on. And these are offices that don't get challenged a lot, and that probably should. They're important offices. Exactly. Auditor and treasurer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I want to ask you, Jamie, because you're running for treasurer right now. Um what are some of the issues like what because it's like for me the when i think of the treasurer's office i think oh they run the, the mass state lottery mm-hmm. and the lottery is one of these things that i really kind of hate mm-hmm. I, I gotta be honest about mm-hmm. it uh, i know it brings in a lot of tax revenue mm-hmm. and it helps a lot of cities and towns it goes right back to the cities and towns but you know when i'm when i'm at the convenience store sitting behind one of these addicts it just yeah. and i know they're addicted and it's just you know casinos are probably even worse we're opening casinos now I mean, 
I, there's a part of me that likes it though because you know I remember back in the day when you know everyone went to the they get the football tickets for the mafia guys you know like the mafia guys aren't in the in the gambling business anymore because the state really took it over but uh, I just wonder if there shouldn't be some type of reforms on it to to kind of limit uh, maybe problem problem gamblers you know like medical marijuana we we're, we now have limits on how much we can consume a month why can't we limit the amount of tickets people are buying so. You know, if you're a millionaire, I don't care. You can buy as many tickets as you want, lottery tickets. But if you're living on 40 grand a year and you're spending 30 grand on lottery tickets, there might be a problem. The state should be maybe shutting people off before, you know, people are uh, homeless. Because I see that happen. I know people it's happened to. I also see that they're advertising even more at these stores, these convenience stores, medical marijuana. We can't have children come in there, but hey, it's okay to sell candy where now now we don't just have an advertisement. Now they put up a video screen. They're really trying to push, you know, and sell in the convenience store where there's candy. I'm just wondering where you might stand on that as treasurer of the lottery and running the lottery, yes. Jamie, because some of my concerns about it. Well, I definitely think that there are a lot more creative ways we could be raising this revenue for our communities that do not harm our communities. Um, as you said, you don't care how many tickets a millionaire buys. It's not the millionaires that are buying the tickets. It's low-income people. It's low-income people. It's people on Social Security. It's people, you know, down to their last couple of dollars. And, you know, what are they going to do? Well, th there's a chance. There's a chance. And, you know, um, it's... You know, it's, it's, it harms our communities. It doesn't help it. There's a lot more creative things that we can do. We do have this uh, wonderful cannabis industry that is, you know, coming up. And um, I also think the, um, the state bank I was talking to you about earlier, you know, saving millions of dollars and investing back in our community, investing in clean energy, creating jobs. Um, there's ways that we can take care of the needs of our community without taking the money from the little guys, you know, from people who have so little. Right. So that's definitely what I'm about. What about the advertiser part of it? Because it seems like they're getting even more, I don't know, how do, you, how do you say this? They're even taking up more territory in the store to really, I mean, now they have these, I don't know if you've seen these, these new video screens they have. Has anyone seen these in the stores lately? Yeah. They're now adding video screens, and they're telling, like, how many winners are in the store recently? Like it's really, yeah. it's like a screen like we're looking at over here. And it's so not like, just Kino. It, it's promoting it. Like this is convenience stores, not just Kino. Just like when you go get your Mega Bucks ticket. Okay, so I haven't seen that yet. They're all, you know, it's expanding the advertising on premise. I guess. Yeah, that um, I I haven't actually seen those. I don't really go into a lot of convenience stores. Right. So. I smoke cigarettes. I'll yeah, admit, I'm, so I'm in there. And I'm, I'm definitely. And I'm a dog walker. Sometimes I run out of drinks. <laughs> I, I need to hit a convenience yeah. store for a soda or a, or a, a water. Yeah, just I'd like to comment on that too. I, I think this is an, another example of completely misguided priorities um, that the Democratic Party and and Beacon Hill in general has. We should not be investing in the lottery. Um, I'm I'm not really a I'm I'm not try, I'm not someone who wants to be a nanny and legislate morality when it's a consensual thing. Um, and I'm not really big on prohibitions, sort of libertarian-ish in that regard. You know, we are strongly for legalization of marijuana um, as an activist for that cause for, for many, many years. But it, it's a question of where we should put 
our energy, where, where the state government should put its energy and its resources. And I don't think that the lottery, um, given its addictive nature, uh, is an area where we should be putting any resources at all, uh, let alone more resources. Um, and I've worked at a convenience store before. I've seen people come in, and they really are addicted to the to playing, to, to gambling. It can be an addiction. And uh, I feel bad for people that lose and can't afford to buy food for their families. Right. Um, so I'm not saying that you know we should make gambling illegal. In fact, I'd like to see less, fewer restrictions on sort of like home gambling, home games. You know, people should be able to do what they want in their homes. But should the state be pushing something that's addictive? No. And this is a related to a similar issue um, where we've seen time and time again the state saying, oh, this is this is the vice we want you to do. Okay. And oh, this is the vice we don't want you to do. So let's contrast, for example, alcohol and cannabis, right? We've got alcohol sold at all sporting events, concerts, and 7-Elevens all over the place. You see ads on TV. It's promoted. The state even has given tax breaks uh, for craft beer. You know about that? So so we're saying, oh, yeah, this this is a good vice, whereas marijuana, oh, yeah, we can't do that. Oh, drag your feet. Oh, we can't sell it in stores. Oh, it could push back the date. And so, so the state has really been basically saying, oh, alcohol, good, cannabis, bad, when the scientific data shows the opposite. The scientific and social data so shows that alcohol results in far more social problems, far more traffic accidents, far more domestic violence than cannabis. Um, in fact, cannabis reduces uh, violence and aggression. I think you could make that argument. Um, so, so why is the state in a position of telling us, the citizens, what, what we should do and what's a vice and what's a virtue? Thank you. Uh, we're speaking to two candidates for office, statewide office, Green Party, Green Rainbow Party. Uh, they will be on the ballot, Jed uh, Stamus. Stamus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Jamie Guerin. Did I say that right, too? Yes? yes. All right, good. Um, <clears throat> if you have any questions, you can definitely call in now. I think uh, we have the phone number there, 617-903-7464 on our Facebook Live if you want to call in as well. Um, we're going to be talking about cannabis more as well. Um, just wanted to make note uh, of a couple things, too, uh, locally. Uh, our best wishes, prayers, is going to be a, a, a prayer group tomorrow uh, for Felix Arroyo, who was actually our first guest on the show. He's a friend of the show, uh, friends with his son. I love his son. I've booked him for a bunch of freedom rallies and uh, events in the past from the foundation, E-Rock. Uh, I just want to wish the Arroyo family uh, best wishes uh, they posted uh, all three sons have posted about their father um, he had a medical emergency yesterday and uh, we're wishing uh, the best to Felix Arroyo who is a former Boston City Councilor and uh, he was just vindicated in a huge scandal uh, it turned out he got he, they tried to frame him up and he, he he was totally vindicated and like just like we knew he would be um, and he's the uh, 
commissioner. You didn't hear them screaming about that as loud as they did about the original charges, though. What's that? You didn't hear them screaming about his innocence the way that they screamed about the original charges. I don't know what the hell you're saying right now. <laughs> I'm just saying they didn't make a big deal out of it in the media. I'm trying to media. talk about Felix Arroyo. I, I am. That's what I'm the, doing. The, 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 uh, charges. Okay. He won. He won. Get over it. Never mind. Get well, move Felix. On. Get well. Okay. Let's yes. move on. Get well, Felix. I also want to uh, mention uh, Evan Falchuk also posted he lost his father as well uh, this week. Uh, uh, Ke- uh, Dr. Kenneth Falchuk. Evan's also a friend of the show. We love him. Um, he, I, Kenneth Falchuk, Dr. Kenneth Falchuk. You'd be very proud to have Evan as a son as well, I'm sure, for Brad and any of the other sons and siblings uh, that they had or daughters uh, in that family. Great people. So we want to give them best wishes to uh, especially Felix Arroyo, his family. We're, we, we're wishing the best for him. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. My name is Mike Crawford. We also uh, have a couple guests. Uh, I've only gotten mad at Brian for a second there. Okay. Even though you were breathing deep, you were making me laugh earlier. That's all right. You have these things that you do that just drive me crazy. I That's guess, why I huh? have you here. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that I you serve a purpose do, in your life to aggravate you. Do. Okay. You, do. you do a very good job at it. I have something to look forward to every week. You have, come in here and it's different and than Warren. You, you can kind of laugh about it. Like Warren really got mad. Warren Lynch. Yes. He got mad when I call him fake news. And yeah. And so far, you can handle it. What do I care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warren's got mad at me before, too. Oh, he gets mad at a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says, I like to get in fights. Come on, Warren. Yeah, he loves it. Glass house. 617-903-7464. If you want to call in, uh, you have any questions for the candidates, again, we have uh, Green Rainbow Party, Jamie Garen. I said it right, right? That's, that's correct. And I'm going to have to say Jed Stamas. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's running as well. We, one's running uh, for treasurer, Jamie is, and Jed's running for auditor, of Massachusetts. We also have uh, Stephen Mandilli, another friend of the show here, Sergeant. Yeah, I know he doesn't like me to say it anymore. I'm not going to say it, but Stephen Mandilli. I say it all the time. Veterans Alternative Healing, Inc. is his uh, nonprofit group trying to help uh, patients in Massachusetts, especially veterans. Uh, you have an event coming up tomorrow night. What, what, what's going on tomorrow? Or is it during the day or night? It's, uh, we'll, we'll call it evening. Um, it's from, shoot, what did I put down for the times? Four to six. I did a. Uh, the military time so it threw me off there for a minute um so it's 1600 to 1800 and we're just having a a, a gathering get together of um like-minded veterans veterans that are um just looking to, to get together and not be stigmatized for anything um if if you want to consume cannabis you go can, ahead and right? do so yep at, at the summit this, lounge you can do that and this is in worcester in worcester uh, i believe uh, 116 water street and is this a fundraiser for veterans only? No, no, no. This is just uh, um, for veterans only. We're just... Um, is it free? Yes. Wow. So if veterans come out, um, get together, you know, we'll talk about what, what veterans are looking for, um, not only in um, cannabis services, but other things that we're missing from the VA, different wellness services, um, some more uh, addiction services that we can get. And we're really looking for that with all of the stigma, you know, we, we can talk about cannabis at the VA, but policy has it so that when we leave, we're criminals, you know? Right. So it, it's not, you don't feel that, you know, you don't want to talk about it there. Um, and, and there's people that, you know, if you, when you're open about it, literally when you go to pick up your medications, you know, the other medications they're on, you have to sign for, they can say no, you okay. know, just because you, you Use broke cannabis. Agreement. 
Right. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yes. Wow. How many ways they get you. Right. And, they, I mean, there's so many other veterans that um, that are worse off than myself that but we're all in the same boat you know none of us are trying to be like well my story is most important it's like let's just do what's best for veterans for crying out loud we in massachusetts alone opioids took two thousand lives you know and veterans in massachusetts are three times more likely to die from an overdose and that's from a report done by the department of public health yes so the fact that veterans have to make a like myself and and other veterans that are have 100 percent disability from the va that's that's money out of the table, you know. That's like, do I do this this month with my kids, or you know, it it, it it's so unhealthy. It's something that, um, like myself and a lot of other veterans, drives us nuts. It's something that we cannot stop thinking about, you know. Like, I don't want to have to worry about medicine. I'm starting to feel again worrying about medicine, like I did back when I was on all those opioids and everything, where I'm counting my pills all day because I knew what was going to happen when that wore off. You don't want to run out. But the great thing with cannabis is when I do, um, like last weekend, I went a couple days where I didn't have it, and I was having migraine. It, was, it lasted for three days. If I had medicine, it probably could have gone away a lot sooner. I didn't do anything. It was in the house. Um, but it's just like, I'm not, you know, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going to call the VA. I'm going to just try to get some meds so I don't have to, you know, feel like I'm doing something wrong. And we have that conversation all the time, and I, I'm sure it's going on in a lot more other households. And we're kind of in the same boat as those that are on uh, Medicare and Medicaid. You know, like, it's legal here, but because the money comes from a federal program, it, it's, you know, it's, you can't get to it. Have you seen there's a governor's candidate that uh, wants the health insurance to cover medical cannabis? I did see that. I think, I think maybe, maybe one day. I don't think it's going to happen that right. soon. It would be nice. Um, right. I mean, there's... And Let's ask these candidates if they supported Stephen. Do you support that, Jamie? Would you support something like that to absolutely. see health insurance cover? It? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Or Mass Health. I mean, there's there should be there's got to be funding. And I mean, let's get the lottery together. The the revenue that's coming in from cannabis um, and we'll, for addiction services, right. all these other things that are really, you know, what's really ailing everyone here. You know, so let's be specific about the problems we have in Massachusetts. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I just want to mention, we're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. on WEMF Radio. You can also watch us on our Facebook Live. A lot of listeners, watchers on Facebook Live right now. It uh, looks like Ed- Edward Grimes, who I really like from New Jersey. He's a great activist, great uh, great dude for cannabis. Yeah, I just follow him all the time. It looks like he's been inviting people because people are thanking Edward Grimes. So i got to thank you, Edward Grimes, for inviting people to our uh, Facebook Live because you're the man. I really uh, enjoy your Facebook Lives and he goes into courthouses. He he goes uh, toe to toe with police at times, and his uh, intent is not to uh, show them up. It's really to educate them, and and it's funny because a lot of them uh, do actually get the education, and things have changed in some uh, cases uh, with just him going live on Facebook and talking to people and uh, bringing up what the law is in New Jersey uh, for medical patients. So I love Edward Grimes. I also want to say some other comments here as well. Um, uh, Michael Driscoll was saying uh, he just started watching the show and he was asking if uh, our guest was the was a commissioner on the lottery. No, she's not. She's running uh, for treasurer of Massachusetts, who would be in charge of the lottery if she won. If she won for treasurer, she'd be in charge of the lottery. Right? Am I right on that, Jamie? Correct. Correct. So that's who we're speaking to. We have two Green Party, uh, Green Rainbow Party candidates. They'll be on the ballot in November. You can vote for them, right? 
Yes, oh. that's right. We're collecting signatures right now. So today we're out at the Wake Up the Earth Festival. We collected hundreds of signatures today. People are really enthusiastic. How was the turnout about there? Our campaign. Oh, thousands of people. Did you Excellent see the foundation? Because that's uh, Felix's son's band, uh, you know, hip hop act performing. Uh-huh. Did you see them performing? I've, I've seen them before. Yep. Did you see them there today? I'm just wondering. No. I think it would have been really emotional. I, I really want to go down there to see E Rock today and give him a hug and see his performance if you. Uh, it may still be going on. I don't know. Wake up the Earth uh, Festival today in JP. Yeah, yeah it, it ends at 6. It ends at 6. So, okay. That must um, have been fun today. Yeah, I wish I could have been, you know, a normal, you know, happy hippie, but uh, I'm doing this campaign thing. And where are you guys Somebody's from? Somebody's got to do it. Where are you from? We Wait both down. live in Northampton oh, cool. right now. Um, I've also lived in Boston before. Uh, I've lived in Taunton, and I've taught throughout the state. So I'm familiar with the entire state. That's why I think I'm a good fit for a statewide office because I know the diversity of Massachusetts. I also have family out in the Cape. Um, have you always lived in? Thank North you, Jen. I've, I've lived mostly in, in Western Mass my whole life. I'm a Western Mass girl. But I would like to mention that we are hiring. We are hiring a part-time petitioning coordinator. Mm. So if any of your uh, listeners are looking for a part-time gig... um, I I, I can also give you a name of someone who's awesome at that and does like a lot of the collection for other campaigns like legalization. Nice. I'll hook you up with him. Nice. He's always... I know he's doing it right now for some other campaigns, and uh, I'll hook you up with him. Definitely. Cool. Alex, if you're listening, Alex Arsenault. I should get a commission from Alex because I hook him up with campaigns all the time, and he's really good at it. That's why... I, I'm not looking for money, but uh, I just want to help campaigns, and I know that he's quality. He'll get it done for you. Nice. Uh, 617-903-7464 is the phone number. We're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. We're also uh, with Stephen Mandeli, Veterans Alternative Healing. We're with uh, my sidekick, Brian Riccio. Uh, they also noted, uh, I think it was Michael Driscoll, noted that Brian's got one demerit so far. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Laughing out loud. I'm sure I'll get another one. Uh, we got some other comments. Well, I was going to ask you guys, do either one of you have a background in finance? Well, yes, I do, actually. <laughs> uh, I have many different types of experience in finance. And right now, what I'm doing is um, living on a very low budget mm-hmm. with a lot of children. Sure. So <laughs> what I don't have experience in is taking bribes from corporations okay. or lobbyists. Good. Oh, no, I meant no uh, yeah. no uh, educational background in finance or anything like well, that. Well, my educational background is mostly in anthropology. Okay. But. 617-903-7464. Hopefully you got a better question than that. Yeah, I just, want, I just want to say the audit. I didn't say it should preclude her from running. I just wanted I had a question. I have a question. Hey, take it easy, will you? Eh, eh. I, want, I want policy stuff. I don't give a shit about that. I'd rather that have someone policy. that has no someone, education. You don't think an opponent would, yeah. might ask you that? Okay. Yeah, you know what? Take they got the Boston Globe. They got the Herald. They got all the ones that you want to kiss ass to. We're not that show. Okay, I have ahead. a uh, a green party that either either one of you can answer or both. So with the um, with the last election, and I th- I think I share the same feeling with a lot of people of I'm not Republican, I'm not Democrat, you know. And as someone that's considering getting into politics, the the biggest holdup is you know the financial backing and doing it without you know the major two parties. And I don't feel like I'm a libertarian, and I you know I. And doing it all your own is just so daunting. So, like, for people that are, um, have you seen, like, an increase of people looking into the Green Party? Um, you know, I, I myself, one of them, mm-hmm. just because there's, 
you know, look, we have a president that, that wasn't into politics before, so now for a lot of people looking at it, like, hey, I want to get into it, but I don't feel like I fit in with those yeah, people. That's why I, I don't say it's like a yes. stupid question about education. How educated yeah. is the leader of the free world right now? It doesn't matter anymore, in my opinion. Right. Go ahead and answer Stephen's well, question. Look how well I'm, it's turned out, hasn't it? Well, uh, yeah. okay. To answer your question, yeah. I'm actually... Yeah, but look how well these PhDs are doing. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a Francis Perkins scholar from Mount Holyoke College. There we go. It's one of the top women's colleges. It definitely in is. The, yeah, all you got to say is Mount so. Holyoke. Yeah. You know. That's all I have. Yeah, Ivy yeah. League, basically. Take it go easy. ahead. Uh, yeah, and it's a scholarship, too. So there you I go. earned my way there. Um, to answer your question, yeah, I'm actually the membership director for the Green Rainbow Party, and I have seen a lot of um, influx, a lot of yeah. people um, interested and people organizing. There's young, uh, college students organizing Young Greens chapters all over Massachusetts. Um you know, it is, you know, it's the whole thing where we're a party who does not take corporate donations makes it hard. But with, right. with the people power, mm-hmm. it definitely gets easier and easier. And um, so if you're if you're interested and in, we can talk later. And I'll, yeah. And I, I thought exactly what you were thinking. And I came to the conclusion that the Green Rainbow Party was my best option. And I'll tell you right now, we do not have as much money as the Democrats or the Republicans, but we have a lot more love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I'm 40 years old. So yeah. for, since I was 18, I was, I've been a, a registered Republican. Um, but, you know, I've always been socially more um, liberal. And now it's like, anytime I disagree with any Republican, it's like, oh, you liberal. And it's like, <laughs> you're the one that's whining and crying and being, you know, your snowflake term. And I know, it's crazy. I, yeah. I just, I can't, there's, there's nothing bothers me more than hypocrisy. I don't care what side of the aisle it's coming from, you know. Like, I, that, that's I, what I call I it uh, binary political tribalism. It's right. like we break off into these groups and you must all think Chest this thumbing. way. Group yeah. Yeah. It's all group thing. That's why I get frustrated with the horse uh, stuff, like horse race stuff and the stuff you hear on the other shows. Brian doesn't get that yet. He's starting to get it. It's like, I, I just want to talk about policies and issues because all that crap, mm-hmm. it's just has nothing to do with people. all you hear about, right. and it's just crap. So It takes up so much energy and time just getting right. involved in all that. Right. Uh, well, someone said, now two demerits. Oh, well, really, that <laughs> was okay. Driscoll. He's, is That's he your good. friend, or is he just busting your balls all the time? Who knows? Ryan's like, who knows? Yeah, you're going to have to go into in-house suspension soon. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of listeners. If you haven't liked our page or subscribed to us, you know, you just listen to the first time. Make sure you do that on Facebook so you're always uh, aware when we're live on Saturdays. Elizabeth Humphrey wrote, uh, the Green Rainbow Party needs 5,000 signatures to get on the ballot. We're doing great with 1,000 so far. Are you worried that you may not get on the ballot? No, I, I know we're going to get on the ballot. It's just time to pick up the pace and get out there and collecting signatures. So. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, so you're looking to hire someone. Hopefully, we're going to hook you up with uh, my friend Alex Arsenault. He can definitely, I, I think, help you out yeah. um, if you're looking to hire someone. Uh, any other comments or phone calls, call in now. This is a good time. 617-903-7464 is our phone number. If you have questions, you want to leave for them as well. Leave them here. Uh, any comments, leave them. Um, Stephen, tell us uh, about your event tomorrow. It's 4 o'clock it's at in four- Worcester. In Worcester at the Summit Lounge. It's a uh, veteran-only event. To get in, either bring your uh, DD-214, your VA card, or I think the driver's license has the veteran thing on it. But we're really trying to, you know, because we can go to all these other places as groups of veterans at the Vet Center, the VA, all these places that are made for us, VFWs, all these places, and we can't really do anything. 
you know, we can't be ourselves. So we're just going out and doing that. We're not trying to um, do anything but break a little stigma. Nice. Excellent. We also want to mention uh, Brian Riccio and I went out uh, to a meeting in Peabody this week. Yes, we did. For recreational cannabis, uh, a meeting uh, held by, you know, led by uh, City Council Joel Saslaw. Hopefully, we're going to talk to him a little bit later on the show. Um, and we've been trying to help out. Uh, and it looks like PBD residents are showing up. There were a bunch of PBD residents who showed up, including city councilors. There's a big hearing coming up on Thursday night. Uh, so we're going to be active on that. Uh, you know, definitely uh, want to encourage people to show up to that. Even if you're out of town, you don't have to speak. Just show up and and you know sit in the gallery and, and get up and leave as soon as the uh, talk about recreational cannabis is over and send a message that there's a lot of people that care about this that's what i'll be doing i don't think i'm going to be testifying this time because i think we're going to have enough peabody residents show up to actually testify hopefully we're, we're going to talk to joel about that um but I, i'm going to try to get down there to show my support in that way and uh thank some of the residents too for showing up i'm going to try to get some uh Swag maybe and hand out some stuff. Sure. We need to get some new T-shirts. Yep. We're talk about that, Brian, too, because sure, uh, I'm definitely. gonna need help help uh, on, on procuring the T-shirts from our, our guy. Maybe sure. can you help with that? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our phone number six one seven nine zero three seven four six four. Bunch of hearings coming up in PBD for recreational cannabis. We'll be out for those. There's other things going on as well. Um, we just want to uh, continue to make sure that we're we're talking about that. That we know that the uh, fight continues. I'm also happy to hear the news that Sarah. Naturals, where I went, I finally shopped today for the first time, announced a new program that they're having, uh, you know, offering uh, some smaller craft cannabis cultivators, some new companies and opportunity. And uh, we're going to uh, hopefully uh, have him on the show next week to talk all about that. Uh, again, back Michael Dundas yep. on the show. And uh, we're also going to have, uh, Stephen, you like this, the opponent, uh, an opponent, someone running against... Uh, Jason Lewis, the state senator on the show, who's a Democrat next week. Awesome. Female. Uh, she's going to challenge Lewis. That's going to be funny, huh? Wish, she, I, wish I could vote in that race, but I can't. Right? Would you vote against Jason Lewis? I'd have to wait and hear what she had to say first and right. make sure she's not, you know, saying worse stuff. Right. <laughs> no, I, I saw. I, I, she seems she okay. Seems decent. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I checked well, out her. I think her name's Sue. Is that right? Am I getting her wrong? Uh, I think it's it. Sue Hammer. Yes, that's yes. her name. Yes. So we'll be having her come on next week. Which yeah, is it's nice week. when we know the guest name. Yeah, I mean, we, we meet a lot of people. It's tough to That's keep true. track of them all. That's true. That's so especially when you get as old name, as we are. pronounce it. Yeah, that's the other part. And especially when you're as old as me, like I'm, I'm trying to keep track of all my customer names and my dog names and <laughs> guests kind of, I don't know, you know, maybe, uh, hey, you know, I used to be really hungry. I'm still hungry, but, you know, I have different priorities maybe. It's like getting new glasses. <laughs> I finally got them. That's right. Hey, can I, I want to? When you were talking about the, um, you know, telling people to still go out there for the the wreck, yes. um, people in the band too. But an important thing that I haven't seen anywhere on social media or you know, talking here, there's still a lot of uh, medical places that are still going to get their licenses, still going to towns for letters and talking to the town. Um, full disclosure: I'm part of um, a group that's going to be having dispensaries here. I'm part owner. Um, and how old is Evergreen Farms? Hall? Yeah, we have a letter there. But we were recently, and this is why people need to be there. We were at um, another meeting in Hyde Park with the Neighborhood Association at the uh, Boston Police Academy, and we were doing a presentation. There was another group there from Arizona. And uh, one of the directors from that group 
you know, came out and said that they have this great program for veterans and, you know, they give free medicine to veterans and everything. And I'm like, wow, you know, may, like, is that the group from Arizona or the, group yes, the group from Arizona, the group that we were presenting against. And I, I, I was like, wow, you know, like at least if we don't win, this is going to be awesome for veterans. But then the next day I called two of his, uh, two of his locations operating in Arizona. And I'm like, I'm really interested in this program for veterans you have. And they're like, Oh yeah. You know, we give 10% off to veterans. I'm like, well, what about the program for the veterans free medicine? They're like, oh, we don't do that. We just have 10%. So there's people that are going to come in here to Massachusetts mm. and, and lie to our faces. I mean, That's terrible. get out and go to these things. Ask questions. Now, is this the group that Sean Birdie's working with? Are you working with Sean Birdie? Or is it Sean Birdie's wife, Jill. Jill and I are part owners of, of Evergreen Farms. Is Sean going to be part of that? No, he no, can't. He can't because of the... Right. I but thought this he is in here for the wreck. We're not rec. We're doing medical. Okay. I but mean, if he it, was just rec, he could do it. Is that right? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I've, I'm I'm not looking in the rec at all. It takes so much time doing the medical cool. anyways. That's interesting. Uh, 617-903-7464. I was going to ask the guests. There's a phone number. Uh, I want to just follow up before you ask the guests because okay. we're running out of time here. Um, I think, you know, I said this at uh, the meeting the other night, and I think that uh, PVD residents, it's totally up to them what they say to the city council everyone's got their reason why they support rec but one of the reasons i like rec is it opens up and helps uh medical patients i think it gives them more access points it gives them uh access without a card it allows uh, caregivers or uh you know daughters sons parents to go get the medicine without a card for their daughter son father mother grandparent you know the loved one you can actually go in and pick pick up something and, and have them try it out before they even go through the whole process of getting a card so i think it's great uh, there's a lot of reasons to support rec so i encourage everyone to start coming out to these hearings uh in peabody again thursday night we're going to talk about it but there are hearings all over the state cities and towns find out what's going on there's an election coming up uh this week in marblehead i'm anxiously looking through my newspaper to see if there's anything about cannabis but this is the time where there's town elections town hearings you need to really get involved this spring and get involved in your local city or town, what's going on. Find out who stands for what, so you're an educated voter as well. Ryan, you had a question real quick? I was just going to ask, how's Western Mass been uh, uh, towards recreational? I mean, we don't get too many people. And are there a lot of dispensaries out there? Is there any competition out there? Because we're starting to see competition, but it's mostly in the city here. uh, And the suburbs and North Shore, South Shore, it's not as much competition. What's it like out Western Mass and the dispensaries? Do you guys even go to them? Do you know about them? I don't have, I'm one of the medical patients who don't have a medical card. <laughs> so um, so they, they exist. Oh, my yeah, God. People act like they don't exist. Oh this is your one right across talk about. the street from my house. And you don't go to it. And you're I don't a go to it. Why don't, yeah. you, why don't you want a card? What's I don't want to go through the process of getting the card. I just can't afford it. I cost. That's <laughs> the number yeah. one reason is the cost. Yeah. Yep. There's, there are medical dispensaries, but there's not a lot of competition. Um, and I think this is one case where competition would be a good thing to lower prices mm-hmm. prices and also help the economy right bring um, tax one money of in. The, one of the differences between a libertarian approach to legalization and the green rainbow approach is we want to help the little guy we want to help small marijuana farmers because western mass it's traditionally a farming area and a lot of these small family farms have gone away or they're not profitable anymore out in these rural parts of western mass people can't find jobs 
So unfortunately, a lot of people turn to opiates or um, other things that harm them. So what we'd like to do is we'd like to make it easier for people to grow and sell marijuana. So it helps them and it helps the economy out in Western Mass in rural areas and also areas throughout the state. Wellfleet, I just learned I have some cousins out there and they just had a town meeting where they completely support uh, people growing marijuana for recreational uh, with no restrictions. So, so that's some good news wow. Excellent. Uh, coming out of awesome. the Cape there. And uh, we also uh, heard from some other folks too, uh, just online, uh, one person, I mentioned this at the, at the meeting the other night, some people didn't like I brought it up. Uh, you know, They said uh, you can still have license to carry with recreation. You know, They're talking about license to carry a firearm, which I don't, you know, that's not a worry for me, but some people are not doing the medical cause of that. You know, so I think that's silly that we have that law, but it's it's federal law. Um, and there's also that you know people are scared to be in a database, especially for mm-hmm. cannabis, and that that will get leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's privacy issues, just like you know people uh, get worried about their data on Facebook. You know, the state gets hacked too. So there's a lot of reasons, but we're out of time right now, so we're going to take a break. Maybe we'll talk about some of those reasons when we get right back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to try to get out, uh, on the phone the city councilor from PBD, Joel Sasslaw, to talk about the hearing um, coming up and about the meeting that just happened and what's going on in PBD. Um, we still have Stephen Mandilli here. Are you going to stick around, Stephen? Yes, sir. Do you guys want to stick around, too? Do you mind sticking around? Sure. Or, yeah? Yeah, I'll, I'll check and see how my kids are doing. Perfect. Out, you out have there. kids. You brought your kids with yeah, you, Jamie. I brought two of my kids. And the I'll, girls are too cool to come for What are their names? <laughs> uh, tonight, well, I have... Three. I have two biological children and three children who came to me that I love and raise as my own. Tonight I have the two boys. I have little Chani and Samnang, and the three girls are teenagers, and they're just too cool to. to wow, you have a big family. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it will be great, and uh, we're going to take a quick break. Again, we're speaking to uh, Jamie, and uh, we're speaking to Jed from the Green Rainbow Party of Massachusetts. They're running for state office. They're going to stick around. We also have Stephen Mandilli. We're going to talk to the city council. We've got Brian Riccio here. Uh, make sure you come back. If you're on the Facebook Live, it's going to end for a few minutes. We're going to come back in like five, ten minutes. Come back to our Facebook Live and, and listen to the rest of the show because it's going to be all about cannabis going forward, and especially if you like yeah. that cannabis news. I know a lot of you do. So uh, we're the Young Jerks. My name is Mike Crawford. Uh, Mike Crawford. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com. We're back live. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. My name is Mike Crawford. I'm the host. Uh, we've got a city councilor on hold. 
uh, ready to go from PBD. We're going to talk to him in a second. Still with Brian Riccio. He's still making all kinds of noises because that's what he does. He's like a a live animal over here. I am. You make all sorts of noises. I'm Bang like, on I'm everything. Like a ferret. Okay. So you're you're loud. You're louder than I'm sorry, I am. Sorry, dude. Okay. I found someone louder than me. Carmen wouldn't be able to put up with you. I don't you think. Don't think? No, she can barely deal with me. Six one seven. She can beat me up. You can't. Nine zero three seven four six four. I could beat you up. Mm-hmm. I'd feel bad about it though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I won't. Mm-hmm. We're also with a uh, friend, Stephen Mandilli. Hello, hello. And uh, we're still sitting with uh, one of the green candidates. Uh, Jamie Guerin had to uh, leave. She had her children, uh, so she had to step out. But we still have Jed. Hi, Jed Stamus. Stamus. That's right. Okay. Uh, he's running uh, for state auditor with the Green Rainbow Party. But uh, the person we want to speak to right now is the city councilor from Peabody, who's uh, been quite helpful uh, pushing to try to get some rec cannabis shops open in Peabody. They're facing a ban right now. Uh, he's a friend of our show. He's called in. He's a friend of Brian Riccio. Yes, he is. For a long time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, city councilor Joel Saslaw, are you on the phone, Joel? Hey, good evening, guys. How you doing tonight? Excellent. Sound very clear. Uh, what did you think about the meeting you had the other night? Let's start there. Yeah. So, yeah, so we had a, uh, Mike came up, and uh, I appreciate that. We had uh, about 25 people up at the Peabody Library for a organizational meeting on recreational marijuana, citizens who are in favor of it. Um, I thought the meeting went well. I think, um, you know, that people realize that they really need to stand up for their rights because uh, if they don't come out in either uh, for the meeting, it's important they come out any meetings, but also call and email their local elected officials, then um, the elected officials won't feel any pressure because if they feel that no one's watching, no one cares, um, they're going to do what either they feel uh, should be done or, quite frankly, if the corner office, the mayor, has put a lot of pressure on them, uh, and he's a strong mayor, which we do have in Peabody, and a personal friend of mine, a good guy, but he's very strong, uh, he's going to put the pressure on them to uh, vote the way he wants because he's the one who introduced the uh, zoning regulation for the ban on recreational marijuana shops. So uh, I thought it was a good start. I think um, there's a long way to go, but I, I, you know, I thought I was very encouraged by it. Now we, I mean, I, I noticed a bunch of uh, PBD residents were there, which is great. Some city councilors as well. Uh, I've noticed online some of them seem uh, a bit afraid to testify at the hearing. Uh, are you expecting a number of citizens from PBD to be testifying at this hearing on Thursday night? So on Thursday night, uh, we have a in we have a subcommittee in legal affairs where the ban will be brought up the ordinance. Uh, I'm expecting the mayor to make a strong opening statement. And, uh, and I'm expecting that the chairman, uh, even though technically it's not a public hearing, I do expect him to allow the public to speak pro or con. Uh, and at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I do think a few people are going to come out. I think they'll, uh, we're going to, you know, push it on social media this week a little bit further uh, now that we know the date and the time of the meeting. And I, and I do, uh, I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, uh, speak people speak out. And as much as I'm, um, you know, and, and take this the right way. As much as I love cannabis activists, I think we need Peabody cannabis activists because, as I said, it really comes down to that. Uh, at the last council meeting, one of the uh, elected officials complained that no one from Peabody was there. And as I stated that day, I said, well, I don't think anybody from Peabody was there that day because if you walked down on Main Street at 12 o'clock that afternoon, no one knew what was happening. But 
we were able to push off the ban last uh, last November, but uh, I think that challenge is going to be a little bit difficult of a challenge this time around. But we're certainly going to give it a you know our best shot. It seems like more people do know about it now, which is good. It seems like you uh, have been doing your work, which uh, I want to thank you for, as well as Joe Gilmore. Uh, you guys have a Facebook pay- Facebook group now promoting this. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, I hope uh, to see a lot of the folks that I met the other day. Like uh, Rico I met. He's a dog walker. I hope he shows up and uh, testifies and some of the other folks we met over there. Keith. Brian. Yep. Yep. Joel, let me ask you a question. Have you heard any? Uh, uh, have you heard anything about any type of like word of mouth, good positive word of mouth after that meeting going around from, uh, you know, from the citizens? Because you know there was enough there that hopefully they can you know talk to one person who talks to another. And, and even the city councils, I'm wondering if you heard any feedback yep. from them as well. Some of the ones that were there. Yeah. So um, I've heard, you know, some a little bit of uh, feedback. I think as we we watched the. Um, we, you know, we watch the Facebook page and the conversation that takes place there. Um, but it's a it's a city of fifty eight thousand, so I'm not going to kid you. It's not something where it travels that easily as far as word of mouth or talking to people or hearing back. The city councils that were there, um, I think uh, one or two were there. Uh, you know, take a read, and to be quite frank with you, if, so if a guy got five thousand votes and he said, "Okay, well, there are twenty five people in the room," yeah, you know what? I think I'm all set. I don't need those 25 votes. But now, if we get 100, 200 people show up at the hearings, I think that kind of changes a little bit. And that's what I'm hoping to ha- have happen. Um, and that's where, as I said, it's, it's, a, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a situation with a two-part process, just to explain it to you. So the legal affairs will make a recommendation. Once they, the subcommittee makes a recommendation, then it has to go to the planning board in the city of Peabody. And the planning board, which is just normal residents who are appointed by the mayor, they come out and they vote in favor against the recreational ban. And then once they come out with their formal vote, it'll go back to the council as a whole. And in PBD, we have 11 city councils. And for the ban to take effect, um, we they would need eight or more votes to have that ban in place. To stop the ban, we would need four people to stop the ban. Um, so that's just to give a little bit of background. but. As I said, um, you know, it's definitely, uh, you know, I, there were 25 people showed up in the room, and I got to be honest, I only think I knew maybe one or two. So, to me, I was, I was encouraged about that. I was said, too. You need, you need new blood. You need new I, people. I think that's exactly it. It's encouraging. Um, I, I, one of the things I said, it's up to them. It's not up to me from uh, Marblehead, and I gave my reasons. And some people didn't like some of my reasons why I support Rec uh, for patients, but you know that's the thing everyone's got their reason it almost doesn't even matter what your reason is someone said that at the hearing um it, it passed and if you want it you got to contact your reps that, that's basically it you just got to tell them i want this and hopefully you show up and especially testifying on uh, thursday night where is this it, it's where where's the location it, it, what it, time it's at the uh, wigan auditorium which is peabody city hall on the second floor and that's at six thirty. Is seven p.m. Seven p.m. Perfect. Actually, it's at seven. I'm. Uh, I believe it's seven. I'm. Not, I, I don't think it's six thirty. I'm pretty sure it's seven. But we have the we have the Facebook page. PB uh, Citizens for the Legalization of Recreational Marijuana. People can check that page out. Uh, there's some good information. We're posting pretty much on a daily, other day, other daily basis. Uh, articles that are relevant. And um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I you know I, I stated my personal reasons, Mike and Brian, you were there, and, you know, number one, 
it's obviously free choice. You know, if you're 21 years old, you know, I believe that you have a right to choose whether you want to go into uh, a casino and play a slot machine, uh, whether you want to buy recreational marijuana, alcohol, and I, and I discuss very freely that I have two teenagers, and I, and, I, and I discuss that openly with them because I want them to understand what it's about and why at certain ages you can do certain things. And, and um, that, that's the thing that really uh, bothers me is that, you know, the whole other conversation is tax revenue. And that's an easy one because there's no city in town that I know in this Commonwealth that says, no, we don't need any more money. I don't know anybody who's got every road paved and every pothole, you know, taken care of. So that, to me, is an easy one. I, I just believe that, um, you know, we're adults and that we have a right to choice and that um, when we voted back in 2016 as a city, we did vote in the, uh, we did vote in the ban. It wasn't overwhelming. It was about 54-46. We do have a very large retirement community called Brooksby Village. That was a thousand uh, no, no rec, no rec, uh, two hundred yes. But I believe that um, those twelve thousand people who voted yes, um, that I think they would vote yes again. And I think some of the people who voted no would now vote yes because they realize what's happening and they realize that they read the paper and it's going to be in Salem, it's going to be in Lynn, it's going to be in Amesbury, it's going to be in Boston, and um, you know, it's a, it's just a travesty that if they don't approve it, that those funds are going to be going to those cities and towns. And some of the naysayers say, well, slow down, let's wait a little bit, and, you know, let's, let's, let the, let the uh, state figure things out a little bit more. And, you know, timing is everything in life. And you have an opportunity uh, today. We have a great, great place called Route 1 where people drive through every day. And, by the way, I, I did read this week, I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, on Monday, May 7th, I believe, um, Saugus, it looks like they're going to ban it. Right. That's another neighboring community, recreational. And uh, just our local paper today, which is interesting, uh, Topsfield is going to allow them to grow it. I believe it's the great-grandson of General George Pat, uh, who's, who's heading up that growth facility. And he owns land also, and either Hamilton or Wenham, and he's going to go to that city in town and go for the for growth, uh, for growing. Not recreational selling it, but once again, you know, if you're the guy, if you're the only... So, I mean, if the only community or one of the few that's going to have it, it's a tremendous opportunity. What about Linfield, and, um, I, uh, Linfield probably, you know, I don't know for sure. Um, I don't know where they are. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, they're a bedroom community. They're a town. They're not a city. I wouldn't expect them to come out. I wasn't walked in today. I was just, I was very curious. Because Walton's a lot like Peabody. Do you guys exactly. have any, any idea what's going on in Walton? I didn't get a chance to ask anybody in the city today, but I was curious. I've you heard some rumors about, about our uh, ban there. I'm not sure yeah, actually where that stands. I think it's very similar to Peabody. I think it's interesting. I, I'm not sure. And they need the money there's more so, than you There's so them. many that have gone through, and you know, uh, I know uh, Salem, obviously, is going uh, forward with recreational cannabis, which is awesome. Uh, their whole debate has been about where to zone it, uh, not whether to have it or not. Um, I want to, before we let you go, uh, City Councilor, um, you also spoke to uh, U.S. Congressman Seth Moulton last week, and it uh, you know, was pretty widely broadcasted through the local newspapers. How did that go, and, and did you expect him uh, to come out so, so you know strongly supporting uh, recreational cannabis and PBD? So I, I knew he had supported question four. I had done a little bit of research, and he was the highest-ranking elected official who would come out in favor of yes for question four. Um, and I basically proposed a question to him that what was on the table in Peabody. And I, I, I did not know what his answer was going to be, 
so uh, I was pleasantly surprised when he basically pretty much came out. And he brought up three three basic points. The first point, he said, Peabody or any other city town that's facing the issue should certainly um, deal with it, zone it, and control it, and 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 understand that it's here. In other words, he said, don't put your head in the sand. He said, do you think if you ban recreational marijuana, it's not going to be in the city? And that got a nice big chuckle from about 150, 200 people in the audience. So That's that was such a great point. Totally, he made his point. That's such a great yeah. point, because it's so it's, true. It, you can't ban it. You know, you can ban the sale, but you're not going to ban the product. It's going to be there. Right. And the, and the other point that I thought that he made was really good is he, he talked about the fact that wouldn't you want, if someone had a question about marijuana, whoever it may be, wouldn't you want them to feel comfortable to walk up to a police officer and ask him a question about it rather than to go in the other direction? And I had never thought of from that point of view. And I thought that was, um, you know, a valid, very valid point. I really did. Um, and uh, as far as the third point he made, you know, basically he just said, you know, it's here. Um, you know, don't put your head in the sand. And I like to, the way I kind of summarize that is, I always like to say the toothpaste is not going back in the tube. It's out. And um, so I think uh, people can uh, kind of relate to that issue. But as I said, uh, unfortunately, uh, it seems to be be made as a moral issue. Um, You know, puberty, I don't think, suffers from having one or two recreational facilities. Uh, We have other venues in town that many people know about. Um, and I don't think that, you know, our, our statute goes up or goes down. I think, quite frankly, uh, we're looking at probably saying no to $5 million a year. Uh, I'm pretty comfortable with that figure after speaking to the people in Amesbury and uh, ATG, Alternative Therapy Groups, the first medical and recreational facility in Salem. They have their figures in Amesbury. Uh, so one store should do $20 million, so that's about $1.5 to $1.7 million. I think two stores, quite frankly, in Peabody, one route one, and I think one that we call the Golden Triangle, uh, the industrial park, which actually has vacancies. And as a matter of fact, is a great, great place to even have a cultivation facility. At least, at least Topsfield and, and Hamilton, at least they're looking and saying, okay, we don't want the recreational. Not that's what I, that's not, that, that is what I want. That's the end game. But at least they're recognizing that, you know, these are industries. And I, and I always say this, this is an, in, how often do you have a brand new billion dollar industry? that wants to come to your local state and city and spend money. Right. It doesn't happen that often. I think the last time was maybe a thing called the Internet they, that was invented. So, you know, I mean, it doesn't happen that often. So to, to kiss, a, you know, you can't, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a gift. And um, unfortunately, as I said, I, I feel I'm fighting an uphill battle, but um, I'm going at it every day and, and the citizens and people who are encouraging me. And so we're going to we're gonna fight it to the end. And uh, if people are going to vote no, and if there's going to be uh, 11 politicians, well, 10, because I'm going to vote yes, there's going to be 10 politicians in my city who are going to tell <laughs> we adults what they can and can't do, and they're going to moral, they're going to basically tell you what you you know should or should not do uh, as far as purchasing and being able to buy a product in my city that's legal in the state. Um, listen, you know, bring it on because you know what that we know it'll, it, it takes t- time. You know, change takes time. And uh, you know, I'm certainly not going anywhere. And, and I'm, you know, and I'm sticking my neck out. But I, I have, I'm passionate about it. I believe in it. Uh, I am, as I said, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that um, my fellow city councilors and the mayor can't see the forest through the trees. But that being said, um, you know, uh, you know, we know that if we don't talk to the other side, we never get anywhere. And that was one of the great things that uh, 
Now, I'm not a little, I'm not like a history buff in politics, but I do remember that uh, Tip O'Neill always talked to the other side because you got to talk to each other. If you don't talk to each other, I can't understand your ideas. So I'm not going to give up. I'm hoping a few more people come aboard and we've got plenty of room on the, on the boat and uh, we'll keep fighting the good fight. Well, we wish you luck and uh, thank you for fighting that fight and thank you for committing to vote against the uh, rec cannabis ban in Peabody. We know that you're going to vote against it. Yes, uh, we need you. more city councilors to do so. Uh, we want to give you a round of applause for all you're doing for us, Joel. Thank you. And uh, I encourage everyone to come out Thursday night, right, 7 p.m.? That's right, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Uh, there'll be a, a, a vote taken, and then the big vote by the entire city council will most likely be on Thursday, June 28th, and I will report back to you guys and confirm that because uh, that's a few weeks away, and every day that we have is a gift to try and uh, talk to people and explain to them why we support recreational marijuana and why we know it's the right thing for many for many reasons. Awesome. So thank you, guys. I appreciate your support. Thank you for thank calling you, Joel. on a Thanks, Saturday Joel. night. Thank you, Joel. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. We're almost wrapping it up. That was City Councilor from PBD. Joel Saslaw talking about recreational cannabis, a big hearing coming up on Thursday night to try to defeat what the mayor of Peabody wants, which is a recreational ban. They don't want to be able to sell cannabis. They want to lose all that tax revenue. A lot of citizens are starting to get organized there, and uh, City Councilor Joel Saslaw is helping to make that happen. So Sounds we, almost like a libertarian. Right? Awesome. Peabody, <laughs> six, uh, 7 p.m., right? Uh, 7 p.m. 7 p.m., uh, Peabody City Hall, second, second floor, floor, Thursday night. Yep. Uh, we're also sitting with a, a candidate for statewide office. He's running uh, for auditor, auditor of Massachusetts. That's someone who audits the books of all these different agencies in Massachusetts, which needs to be done more often. It's not being done enough, we find out. Boston Globe's exposed it. Uh, the current auditor is way behind on her audits. Uh, we have two candidates. We've had one on. This is the second one. Uh, Jed is running uh, with the Green Rainbow Party of Massachusetts. You also had something you wanted to uh, bring up as well, mention before oh, we leave, Jed? Y- yes, yes, yes. We do have somebody else, a third candidate, who could not, could not make it in tonight. His name's Juan Sanchez. From the Green Rainbow yeah, Party. Yeah, he's also a member and running on... The Green Rainbow Party. What's he? What office is he running for? for? Secretary of the Commonwealth, uh, as he likes to put it. Against Tom Galvin uh, and uh, yes. Josh Zakem. That is correct. Bill Galvin. We like Zakem. Yes, we I did. like Zakem. We do. No, show. no, no. He's a great. I love Josh Zakem. I gotta say. Kid. Go ahead, your candidate. Though. Yeah. So, well, Juan doesn't have to worry about any primary challengers because we don't have primaries. Well, we would if there were multiple candidates. But right now, um, he's the Green Rainbow candidate. Um, and he's a great guy. He's a community organizer in Holyoke, very active there. And he also supports cannabis. He supports making the cannabis industry open to everyone, including the little guys, so we can all get a piece of the pie um, rather than these big corporations coming in and taking it all from he, us. Do you know if he supports uh, same-day voter registration? <laughs> yes, he does. Okay. Yes, yes. Actually, that's one of his major issues. Um, since he's from the Puerto Rican community in Holyoke, he wants more access to democracy. He doesn't feel that a lot of people in Holyoke, Spanish-speaking people, are um, getting the information they need to be informed about their rights and the right to vote. Uh, he wants to make um, voter information 
translated into other languages. Um, so, so they don't do that now. Pre- I thought they did some um, of them. They do some of it, but he wants to expand that. We're the Young Jerks, Saturdays at 6 p.m. My name is Mike Crawford. We're sitting with uh, Jed uh, Stamus. They say it right? Stamus. 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 Yeah. Stamus. Well, I'm screwing up every time. Stam- Stamus. You, you, Stamus. Why don't you just let Stamus. me introduce gotta, the, 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 the guest names from gotta, now on, okay? Jed Stamus. <laughs> Jesus. So anyways, we got the name right finally at the end of the show. It's hot as hell in here. Yeah. Uh, we're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. We've got Brian Riccio here as well. Um, I want to thank uh, Jamie Garen, who was also in uh, earlier, for being on the show. I want to thank Stephen Mandilli for being here. Thank you, Mike. Um, just want to throw out one more time. Uh, I mean, one more thing. The time tomorrow is uh, 4 to 6 at the Summit Lounge, which is 116 Water Street. This is a veteran-only event. Um, bring your uh, ID with you uh, so you can get in. Um this is a bring your own cannabis event if you have it you don't even if you don't want it if you just want to come out and find stuff out and not really use it at all that's fine too this is just a place where you can come without a card and and learn about it and be around other veterans that already you know know the benefits of veterans it. tomorrow 4 to 6 p.m free event in worcester summit lounge summit lounge yes sir and we also uh uh jed stamas stamas uh jed where can people find out more information about these three great Green Party campaigns online? We do have a website, www.greenrainbow. It's actually green-rainbow.org. And you'll find there information about our campaigns and about the Green Rainbow Party. I also have a Twitter account, and my Twitter handle is at auditgreen. Um, so... Uh, Jamie also has a Facebook page. We're working on websites. It's difficult because we're just starting out. These are our first, both of us, our first time running for office. But we've got a movement growing. You have Facebook pages too? Yes. Yes, we do. Are they individual or are they for the whole Green Party? What's that? Oh, everything. Um, We have a Green Rainbow Facebook page for the party. And then we also have individual pages for our campaigns. Perfect. Yep. Excellent. And, and one more thing, if you are really interested, we have a convention coming up, the Green Rainbow Convention, May 26th from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. at the First Unitarian Church. That's at 90 Main Street in Worcester. And our keynote speaker will be Cindy Sheehan. Uh, you may know her. She's run for office before. She's a peace activist. She lost her son in the war in Iraq and is an activist for veterans and against U.S. intervention around the world. Um, and she's also helping to organize the Women's March on the Pentagon. So come to that May 26th in Worcester, First Unitarian Church. If you want to get more involved in the Green Rainbow Party, we'd love we'd love to have you. We're the Young Jerks. Uh, phone number 617-903-7464. If you want to call in real quick, we may take your call. We're about to wrap it up here. Uh, we're here every Saturday from six to around seven thirty, sometimes a little bit later. Richio, what do you got? You you were laughing earlier. You're itching to ask something. No, what do you got? No, you, you, you got something. What do you want? Nope. What do you got? Nope, I'm fine. Yeah, I just realized you got a tattoo too. This is the first time I got a tattoo. I thought you were a clean cut guy like me. No, you're, 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 tattoos. You're one of those goofballs with Thank tattoos. Thank you. Oh, now I'm getting Goofball. everyone mad at the world. Everyone that's got a tattoo <laughs> mad at me. Yeah. I never got it. I'm sorry. Tattoo thing. <laughs> I'm friends with a lot of guys that get tattoos, though, so don't get offended, all right? Don't get all mad. It's a choice. 
Wait, so I gotta I'm ask at this convention, go. oh, will huh? Jill Stein be there? Yes. She will. She will. Okay. Who you hate. Is she still the head of the Green Party? <laughs> she yeah. is actually not. She's never been she the head. She is not the chair or the co-chair. Of I don't the think she's Green ever been party. the head of the party. Uh, she's, no. just like, the she's just the face she of it, right? Is, um, she, well, in the Green Party or president, we have a primary, just okay. like in the Democratic and Republican parties, except our primary gets no coverage by the mainstream press at all. Uh, so in the last election cycle, 2016, she did have several challengers. Jill Stein did have several challengers within the Green Party. You think she's going to run again for number president? Of people, but she won the nomination um, by a large majority. Do you she think she's going to win again? Uh, run again for president? For president? Um, I That is a very good question. A lot of people, the word on the street I've been hearing is they'd like to see somebody new. Um, and I, I really like her. I mean, she's one. Of I like her too. Movies. I've had her on the old show. Yeah. Another quick question. Yes. Uh, this is speed round because we're out of here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No more long answers. No like five seconds. Uh, <laughs> Green Party. I mean, is under especially Jill Stein. Yeah. Haven't turned over records. They don't want to turn over records on this. Well, you have any comment on that stuff? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I support Jill. Uh, I think that the Russia Gate is a good example of the Democrats really not having priorities in line with the working people. Um, they're more concerned with, oh, did Russia spy on the United States? They're less concerned with, um, is the average American family able to put food on the table? Um, how? What's the quality of our health care? Um, Do you think it was right, though, that Jill Stein's sitting there with a Russian leader? And Yes, like, because she was talking about peace. Did um, she get paid to be there? Did she get paid like to be Michael there? Like Michael Flynn got paid? I do not believe so. I do know that I was on her email list, and she sent me a picture of that immediately after it happened. It was completely public knowledge, um, and I thought it was great. In fact, I gave her a $100 contribution because I think that we need peace in this world. We need to be working together. We need to be talking. We need negotiation. We don't need to be doing the saber-rattling thing. I hate you. It's just like kind of two groups of kids on the playground you know, harassing each other. That's not what we need with nuclear weapons in the world. I don't feel safe. Well, I, tell you I don't what. either, but I'm yeah. not sure I trust Russia either. But uh, we're out of here. Yep. We're over time. <laughs> okay. And Ryan Richfield's head's about to explode because this is the <laughs> stuff he wanted to probably get like really deep into. No, no, not at all. And now we're not doing it like on the way no, out. No, 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 we're the Young Jerks. Yeah. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. Hey, I had to ask. It's kind of the green stuff, right? Yeah. It does, a lot of Democrats care about that stuff. To be continued. Yeah. We 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 did our job. We asked everything we should. Uh, again, uh, we're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. If you haven't, subscribe. Like us on Facebook. Also, we have a Patreon page. Like us there. And, and what I mean by like us is give us some money. $4.20. <laughs> you can pledge your support to us. It helps us uh, increase... Uh, the production and you know so we don't have issues here we can maybe hire some can we do a vip equipment. experience like how we card does you know where you maybe get the, you know, maybe you get yeah. the free chinese food if people really want to like go people to see you, you really think people want to come in here and what? see you they go see him they don't want right? to go well, see well, you who wants to see yeah, but those are right-wing idiots well, racist well, liberals okay. don't want to come see you oh we'll okay, oh, okay. <laughs> we're the young jerks we're every saturday at 6 p.m we'll do it if people want it you know just let us know part of our patriot thing right just say no to meds and most of the people that want to come in here that don't have any money to throw down that's the problem we'll, we'll end up with a whole audience of uh freebies you talking about me <laughs> no no, no. <laughs>
you so like we, all Warren's friends. We, you we want to raise yeah. money for. That's a different thing. We're, we're, you're someone we want to support. Not that you know. There's a difference between givers and takers. I get you. Yes. So and say you're, no you're to not mids, a taker right? at all. Never have been. Uh, but we gotta go. Say no to mids. I think. Yeah, we'll say no yes. to mids. Yeah. Testing meds. Yep. Yep. So we're out of here. We'll be back next week. I'm Mike Crawford signing off. I want to thank uh, again all our guests: uh, Jamie, Jed, Joel Saslaw, Stephen Mendilli, and uh, your your website, Stephen again. Vahinc.org. And uh, I want to say. Thank Richio for being here. You're not thanking me. Only two Devaris <laughs> this week. It. You don't meet it. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I, I, I thank you for my birthday gift. That's true. You, he, he got me five pre-rolls from one of the best dispensers around. Wow. It wasn't diversion. I'm a patient. It's legal. That's true. You can gift. It was a gift. I gift. It was a gift. It was a gift. It was You're allowed to gift. It's legal. It was his birthday. Totally you know, it was his birthday, birthday gift. last week. Did That's you know birthday that? gift I got. I'm okay. telling you right That's now. It's pretty much the only birthday gift I got. Perfect one for me. You can't, uh, can't come up with any better. I hope Carm's not listening. You just gave the best gift to. Well, yeah. she had a tough year. I'm letting you know. I, I told her not to get me anything. Good. Yeah, Good her gift was. Well, not she to took get you out to dinner, right? Uh, I think I paid for it. <laughs> it's okay. You know how many times when I was down and out, she paid for my dinner. <coughs> I, I'm glad I can pay for her dinner now. Uh, we're the Angerics. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. 617-903. Who's on next week again? 7464 is our phone number if you want to call in next week. Put in your phone. Next week we have Michael Dundas, CEO of uh, Sarah Naturals, uh, registered mar- medical marijuana dispensary in Massachusetts. And we also have the uh, person who's challenging Senator Jason Lewis in the state primary. State Sam Democrat Hammer. Primary, yep. We're going to have her in, another candidate for office. Uh, so we also want to say uh, violence in Boston uh, is coming up in a f- in you know at the activist o'clock. hour. That's right with Monica Cannon Grant and I think Calvin Feliciano. No, Monica's away. She has a guest host this week. Oh, right. is it Calvin? No. Well, okay. Calvin will be in. Calvin but she, be in. she has a, another f- lady whose name I forget. Okay. hosting while she's in Los Angeles at, awesome. a, at a conference. So her show's coming up. Yep. Stick around for that yep. on WEMF Radio. You can also watch it on Facebook on Violence in Boston. I want to thank uh, WEMF Radio. I want to thank all of our Patreons on Patreon. I want to thank all our supporters, all our listeners, all the comments we get. You keep us going. The guests. I want to thank people for sharing our videos, inviting their friends. Seen that a lot. If you, if you haven't, if you want to help us out more, too, when we go live, start inviting all your friends to our live Facebook. That helps a lot. We really appreciate that. Uh, that probably is more help than you can do even with the money. We, we appreciate the money contributions, too, but... Sharing is really caring right now, and uh, we appreciate all the shares, and especially even more important than shares is inviting your friends on the Facebook, on the social networks, to our live videos. All right, we're out of here. Mike Crawford, that's my spiel. We'll see you next week. Young jerks, see you then. Bye.